Welcome to CruxCast. Whether you're in your car, at work, or at home, we hope you enjoy this interview. And if you do, you can find more like it on cruxinvestor.com. So please subscribe. We spoke earlier today to Trevor Walker, who's the CEO of Frontier Lithium, TSXV, Lithium Explorer in Ontario. And if you want our thoughts and opinions on the conversation and indeed the company itself, you can find that at cruxinvestor.com forward slash club, where you can also find detailed company reports, uh, commentary from market experts from around the world on a variety of uh, commodities. We also have summaries of other interviews that we've done, their training videos, and of course a thriving community of investors sharing their thoughts and ideas with each other. And if you go there now and sign up for the waitlist, you qualify for a seven-day free trial. Trevor, how are you doing, sir? I'm doing very well, thanks, Matthew. Uh, uh, really happy to be uh, be on on the show here. Fantastic. Well, like, uh, how are you doing? Yeah, good. It's end of the week. I'm excited. I, I've got there's a bottle of wine with my name on it uh, coming up. Um, it's been it's been a long week. Long week. Next week looks even more frightening. But thank you for asking. Uh, so where in the world are you? Uh, I'm located uh, in Sudbury, Ontario. So I'm about a four-hour drive north of uh, Toronto. So uh, Sudbury is well known, of course, for really being a nickel capital and a uh, strong mining hub uh, over here uh, in North America. Fantastic, and I, I can't help- Born and but, raised. Born and raised, there you go, man and boy. Yeah. Um, I can't help yeah, but notice great. the uh, painting behind you there. That that looks pretty awesome. Where's that from? What's that about? That's, uh, that's a painting that was uh, uh, given to me from uh, uh, former chief uh, uh, Bart Mikas from Sandy Lake, uh, up in northwestern Ontario, uh, uh, Sandy Lake's the largest community in our project area, which of course we'll get into here shortly. But uh, um, basically, the the painting is uh, uh, you know Bart's a well-known artist, and uh, uh, it's uh, he painted a thunderbird um, over some uh, uh, some community members paddling on Sandy Lake there. So you know, basically, the thunderbird is. Uh, a sacred entity for uh, for uh, First Nations, uh, especially in in our area here in uh, in uh, in the north, and uh, it's really a sign of uh, a good luck. Uh, so it's a good reminder of uh, you know the the, the communities uh, for us and the great opportunity that uh, that uh, our project presents uh, not only to ourselves and shareholders, but of course. Uh, uh, our partners uh, in the area as well. So, Beautiful. That's no, absolutely sign st- of good luck. stunning. Good things coming. Yeah. Well, there we go. Well, we're about to find out, aren't we? So you, you're going to tell us all about <laughs> it. So we've not spoken before, and I've not heard this story. I'm looking forward to it. You know, lithium sort of on the up. People are paying attention again. Um, lots of st- people out there pumping lithium stories. So why don't you kick off? Give me a one minute overview of your business, and then I'll pick it up from there. Sure. You know, at a high level, uh, Frontier Lithium uh, trades on the TSX Venture under the symbol FL. Uh, Frontier is um, is uh, developing uh, a really high quality spodumene uh, lithium asset uh, in in North America. The uh, the assets located uh, basically in the Great Lakes region, which is we think a real uh, important location. Uh, as the uh, EV story uh, unfolds, and uh, you know the company uh, is uh, is uh, obviously a, a, we're a small uh, early stage company, roughly fifty million dollar market cap, but uh, we've got a really strong team, fantastic asset. Uh, we believe the goods to uh, really uh, um, 
have the ability to participate in what we think is coming. And, uh, you know, obviously, uh, uh, to the benefit of uh, our company, our shareholders and uh, our region in general, uh, you know, it's hard to find great assets. And there's still uh, lots of them located in, uh, in central Canada and in northern Ontario. So we're, uh, we're northerners and uh, real keep it simple uh, uh, strategy and uh, hand, very hands on and uh, very aware of uh, you know what's happening, but uh, realize that we got to stay really focused and uh, we got to deliver, especially in the next uh, next couple of years here. So. Okay, thanks for that. Um, so I do want to find out what you've walked into and what you're trying to build. But first, tell me a little bit about you. So you know, what are you bringing to the table for this company? Uh, so I'm uh, I'm the president and CEO of the company. I've uh, been at Frontier uh, since 2010. Uh, my uh, uh, my vintage, you know, I'm uh, early 40s. Uh, I um, my background is uh, I had the the uh, luxury as a, a kid growing up in a very strong entrepreneurial family, um, large contracting group of focus on mining. Um, you know, I learned uh, learned niche markets and learned how to compete against multinationals. Uh, you know, learned how to get uh, my hands dirty. And, uh, uh, you know, as a result of that experience, um, uh, it's uh, led to me working, you know, in uh, precious metals and a mining scenario to base metals and uh, more specifically industrial minerals. So uh, a good background on mining. Um, so really under, uh, really uh, my strength is, uh, Understanding uh, how to move material and how to mine and uh, how to how to deliver a product that's uh, uh, usable for uh, for an application. So, uh, I uh, I also represent uh, the largest shareholding uh, uh, of Frontier, and that would be our family. Uh, so we maintain a, roughly a twenty percent position in Frontier. Uh, I'm lucky to have uh, two older brothers that run uh, private uh, groups day to day and. I'm full time on uh, this small public company. So, you know, my job is to uh, is to uh, uh, build value, and uh, I'm really excited because um, I think there's huge opportunity uh, in the uh, battery uh, material space. Uh, these critical uh, materials, and of course, a focus for us on on lithium. So, uh, grew up in a mining town, and uh, it's in our blood, and uh, I. Uh, uh, it really starts at the resource and uh, we've focused on, you know, science first and now the business aspect is starting to trickle into uh, our day to day here. Okay, I, so. I, I, I get that. Okay. The lithium has been a tough space for the past few years and obviously you, you kind of in 2018, like along with everyone else, kind of you know, pr your share price um, went up. It's kind of been on the decline ever since. Lithium's not really been talked about, loved or quite frankly understood um, in, in that time. Um, I noticed that you brought Steve Letwin on. I, I, we, we know Steve from I Am Gold days. I know he's now sort of stepped away from that and is running a, you know, uh, I think it's Marco Resources and, and things like that. So he's a, he's a markets guy. Do, are you, because of your background, do you need to see more people like Steve come in here and help you deal with the market side of things? Because it, being market savvy and knowing how to move stuff, 
two different skill sets. So, I mean, what, what are you trying to achieve with bringing Steve on? No, I mean, absolutely. Um, you know, it's it's all about having the right uh, team. Uh, you can have a great asset with the wrong team, as we all know, and uh, things can fail uh, very quickly. Uh, so absolutely, you know, it's, it's, it's about attracting uh, the ability to bring the right people on, such as uh, Steve. So uh, Steve is, uh, you know, to your point, a, a recent addition to the board, and you're, you're, you're 100% correct. Uh, uh, he brings uh, a wealth of experience, uh, especially on the, the capital market side um that uh that uh, we needed to uh to bring in you know i uh, uh things are starting to happen in this business and uh for you know every door that you go through on that decision tree uh, you're closing for others so it's really important to make sure you've got experience around to make sure that we're uh we're headed in the right direction so uh I've known steve for uh, for a few years and uh it's been a, a, a slow process to get him on board. Of course, he's uh, been very busy at his uh, uh, at I am Gold uh, specifically. Um, so, uh, with him uh, uh, retiring from there uh, uh, in the spring, uh, it was the perfect opportunity to uh, to uh, get him on board. So we're really excited and uh, having lots of fun already and uh, learning a lot. So great, uh, great, okay. Well, let, let's, let's, talk, let's talk about what you walked into because you've been there 10 years, okay? Uh, let's, let, let's deal with that and we'll kind of come back to the Steve yeah. and uh, you know what, he, what he's bringing um, to the table for you guys. So 10 years ago, what was Frontier Lithium? Uh, the, company, um, the company had uh, various assets, uh, gold asset, uh, platinum palladium asset, all greenfield projects and uh, where a bit of luck came in for me, uh, they had uh, the uh, PAC project asset um, sitting in the portfolio as well. So I was asked to, uh, to come into the company, uh, came in around 2010 and uh, looked, looked at, of course, you know, the first thing you do is uh, try and get that snapshot of, you know, where we're at and what, what do we have. And uh, so that led to, uh, you know, a process of uh, elimination and, uh, Spare you the details, you know, I remember the conversation with the chairman here and, you know, he's uh, words of advice for, you know, every time a company tries to save the crown jewels and you got to bear in mind, this was a distressed company at, at the time. So it uh, needed someone from, uh, uh, need someone to really get their hands dirty. So uh, back to his comment, every time a company tries to save the crown jewels, they never survive. And therein lied the opportunity for the company because, you uh, I was uh, very aware of, uh, of uh, what uh, Elon Musk was up to with Tesla and uh, really understood, you know, the applications for, for lithium at that time for portable electronics and just really aware. And uh, based on the experience that uh, we have, uh, uh, looked at the uh, property and saw the potential. And uh, uh, there was a high grade showing of uh, the mineral spodumene up to 4% right at surface. Uh, it's only about 12 meters wide uh, in that particular area, but you could tell that uh, there was quite a quite ups, a bit of upside uh, with, the, uh, with the geology in the area. So uh, essentially divested out of gold and platinum palladium assets and uh, began uh, uh, the test work. Uh, the asset, you know, was discovered in the 90s by uh, the, the OGS, the Ontario Geologic Survey, and 
they had done some preliminary work. So uh, we went in, duplicated that, and got some confirmation uh, uh, that uh, what they were, what they felt was there, was uh, was true. And uh, 2013, we put the first drill hole in. So rolled the die a little bit, and uh, uh, you know, I snowshoed in and got the got the drill in and uh, uh, put the first hole in in 2013 and. It was uh, a, a, a fun time because I was essentially, uh, you know, raising money on the sat phone uh, in that first hole. So, uh, you know, uh, we uh, that's that's really the beginnings. And we've been focused on uh, the PAC lithium project again in northwestern Ontario uh, ever since then. And, you know, we've uh, uh, we've been uh, pulled in many directions by various people, groups, companies. And uh, we've seen, you know, really true to... Uh, to our roots and uh, that is, you know, science first, business second. You really got to understand, you know, what the potential is and where it could fit into the world before you start uh, making uh, brash decisions. So we've taken a very pragmatic, logical, one step at a time approach since then. Yeah, I guess that's the bit, what I'm trying to understand is the mindset, right? So the business plan. So you got in 2010, three years later, you're drilling a hole. It's not particularly rapid turnaround. Then seven years later, we're having this conversation. Um, about what you're going to do. So I, I get the kind of the, the cautious approach and it's science first, business second. But the, in mining, those two things got to work together, right? You've got to yeah. advance things quickly or people don't think you're serious about it. So when you're saying people are pulling you in all directions, what do you mean by that? You were distracted? Uh, so, you know, for example, back to your comment, uh, you know, one criticism that uh, – people have had in the past is that piece. So we've essentially invested two to $3 million a year into the project. Um, you know, uh, before the 2016 and 2018 rise, uh, we would have been criticized out of peers out of uh, Quebec, for example, that uh, we were moving uh, too slowly. And, uh, uh, you know, in hindsight, uh, quite happy. I've always referenced, you know, this whole EV story is an evolution, not a revolution. And uh, it's really critical uh, that uh, you have the resource and quality rights and you really understand uh, that before you start thinking about uh, production of lithium chemicals. You know, from a pure cost basis, if you look at uh, the, the cost of uh, producing lithium chemical, roughly 60 to 70% of that final cost is actually the cost of the feedstock or concentrate or the main input going into a chemical plant. So, you know, that in itself uh, really uh, displays that you, you really got to show that you can produce a, a viable, good, clean concentrate first before you start uh, spending money and thinking about uh, uh, getting ahead of yourself, that uh, you're going to become a lithium or a chemical producer in a short period of time. It's a niche market. It's a very difficult market. It's controlled by a few groups and it's not an easy game to get into. So you got to have the goods, um, you know, and the good, you know, fast forward, uh, you know, we've seen in Quebec some struggle and uh, we're still here and uh, our steps are be starting to become easier uh, to where they were three or four years ago. So I think we've had the right approach. And, uh, you know, at some point you get that critical mass where you can start pushing the, uh, the, uh, the gas on the pedal. And we think that time is, uh, is starting to approach. And uh, we think we're ready because we've displayed uh, uh, with a high level of confidence uh, that uh, 
We're right now in the lab producing the highest quality lithium concentrates in North America. In fact, they're comparable to uh, the green bushes, which I'm sure you're familiar, uh, Matthew, that it's the mother of all. And in terms of cost curve, which we all care about, it's uh, it's at the bottom. So it's there because uh, and, and, and downstream uh, chemicals uh, being fed by green bushes are are the cheapest to produce. And that's that's, you know, that's the name of the game. And uh, we think uh, we have the green bushes in North America coming together here uh, at Frontier Lithium. Okay, that's great. You, you've, you've kind of worked out the science, bit, but 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 I said you know the question you've been asked before, and I'm asking you again is you know do you think you could have done it quicker or should have done it quicker? Because where you are today is great, fantastic, but yeah. you're spending money. You talk about spending two to three million bucks a year. So that's the number you just gave me. I mean, how much money have you spent getting yeah. to this point? Yeah, we've, we're just shy about $15 million investment now on uh, both on the ground and the, you know, the corresponding associated test work uh, for that. Um, you know, back, back, you know, let's take a step back. And uh, I think, you know, for, a, for a, a, the ability for a company to, uh, the long-term vision is to become a supplier. Uh, at Frontier Lithium, and we know we have a, a, a world-class asset uh, here, and the upside potential is, is really huge. Um, we, um, our first steps and part of the business strategy, and if I can, again, reference the importance of, uh, of, uh, of concentrates for uh, the building block or the stepping stone to produce chemicals, uh, the focus for us up until this point was to uh, look at the possibility of a niche market. And that is, uh, you know, the second largest and what used to be the largest uh, segment uh, in, uh, in use for lithium. And that being the industrial players, so the likes of Corning or uh, Schott, those that would produce the highest quality glass, glass ceramics uh, in the world. Uh, so that's an interesting uh, option that we explored. Uh, uh, so it led to about two years ago, putting a, a bulk sample through a, a large plant uh, over in Europe. Uh, you know, it's, it's about de-risking and uh, you, you got to go through these steps, you know, it's not a commodity. It's, uh, and, you know, back to your point, that's, uh, it's very opaque. It's uh, not a lot of people understand it. So you got to use that as a guiding light and not, not, you know, if you take drastic uh, moves and uh, number one, you know, uh, it's, uh, it's uh, no sense in putting the keys uh, and betting the farm uh, in short order when, you know, the market's coming and the market's not here yet. So it's really, uh, in our view, uh, important to continue to de-risk the asset in preparation. Uh, we'll be ready when the market starts to value and we see the equities go where they need to, and that support so that we can build uh, uh, supply for what's required uh, by manufacturers. So, you know, we we think we've had the right approach. Uh, we're, uh, you know, we're uh, we're not in this uh, to try and make a million dollars overnight. Uh, we think that there's uh, a bigger pot at the end of the rainbow, and okay. we think that uh, again that, that rainbow is coming. So. Okay. Okay. So what you're saying is. We, we, we moved at an appropriate pace. The market wasn't there, but it's coming. So when it comes, we'll be able to, we're in a position to move quickly. Is that fair? Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. Let's talk about what you've got, okay? Because um, 
you know, you, this kind of worked in almost like two two phases. You, you, you talk about glass there. I think, I think known as gorilla glass. Uh, people would understand that. That's stuff that perhaps is used to uh, on 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 your iPhone. It's supposed to it's a high quality, tougher glass uh, product. But then you did some more work, right? You kind of worked out actually. Yeah. We've got a bit more than we thought. We could probably get into the hydroxide, produce hydroxide. So it started to become really interesting at that point to you, right? So tell us, tell us the the, yeah. the journey you went on there, please. Yeah, no, lovely. Um, you know, after that first uh, drill hole, uh, uh, you know, we were approached very quickly uh, by uh, those in the know uh, and uh, um, industrial users. Uh, uh, that identified very quickly the high quality aspect of uh, our first, what we call the pack deposit on our project. So, <clears throat> um, you know, we, uh, we put out a PFS in 2018 and it was looking at producing high quality concentrate for uh, industrial players. Uh, you're correct. And that is, uh, we, uh, uh, a couple, about a year and a half ago, made a second discovery on the project, and that is a, a second deposit, which is called the Spark deposit, which uh, appears to be about two to three times the size of the pack deposit uh, at surface. Uh, I'd like to add that both of those deposits, they're, uh, they're, about, they're located about 2.3 kilometers away from each other. So essentially in the same uh, uh, mine site area, future mine site area, um, Spark was a significant event for us because um, uh, it it brought on the uh, the easy tonnage located right at surface, where you uh, can uh, easily display that uh, you have a twenty year plus uh, mine life to have a vertically integrated company. So you've got that critical mass to support uh, the larger project to get into the game of. Uh, of lithium chemicals. So it was a significant find for us. Uh, both deposits are open. Um, so that, that really gave us the footing to uh, uh, take the step on, you know, uh, further de-risking of a project and uh, opening up the optionality. And all of these things, you know, given that the, the big market is coming, they really provide leverage for us that uh, we, have, uh, we have built optionality in. Uh, so you, you, you've got the ability now uh, to address and produce uh, material for industrial users, which is really unique. You know, I'd like to add that uh, Corning is an example. They're really a single sourced uh, uh, group by the Greenbushes mine in Australia. So we think there's great opportunity there. And as well um, uh, to, uh, to uh, move down and look at, uh, uh, at the chemicals. So it was about a year and a half ago that... Uh, to two years ago that we started in the lab working on taking our, you know, high quality concentrates that we're producing from uh, our project and, and uh, started to take a look, good hard look at uh, the flow sheets and uh, the opportunity around chemicals. So again, uh, we've gone through uh, steps on the chemical side. Uh, we've recently announced that uh, we just wrapped up a bench scale you're uh, producing lithium hydroxide in the lab right here uh, with uh, a technology partner uh, XPS, which is a Glencore company. It's Glencore's lab here in Falconbridge. So, um, in fact, we're uh, we're building a, a pilot plant as we speak uh, that we look to start up in the near future. And that uh, initial 
uh, planet is uh, with that is to use uh, technology that we've developed uh, to produce uh, uh, greater quantities of uh, lithium hydroxide uh, that we can uh, that we can uh, um, that we can show to the market and uh, uh, use to uh, to take the next next steps here. Okay, brilliant. Look, lithium's mining, but it's also a lot more technical. Right, it's it's kind of yes. I liken it to uranium. It's you, you, yeah, you can mine it and dig it out of the ground, but you've got to have the right t technical know-how to what know how you, how you're going to process it, what you're actually going to be able to end up with. You know, you you, you took the spodumene story and you're talking the hydroxide story, both of which are kind of yeah. uh, hi highly uh, popular at the moment after Tesla did the deal with Piedmont uh, with their spodumene uh, offtake. Um, so people are starting to understand yeah. the difference. And lithium isn't just lithium. So when you're talking about doing, you know, scoping studies in your PEA, um, you're having to address both the mining component and the sort of technical solutions too. So you started talking about um, XPS. So what, what is XPS going to do for you? Um, what's that going to tell the market? Yeah, so, uh, you know, it's uh, back to your point of adding uh, uh, Steve onto the board. Uh, we realize our strengths and our weaknesses here, and uh, XPS has been uh, a, a, a technology partner. Uh, so we're partnered around the technology, uh, around, you know, uh, producing lithium chemicals from uh, hard rock uh, sources. So, uh, again, that's you know adding to uh, our uh, our team essentially. Uh, the beauty for us, you know, I'd like to you know say it first off that you know uh, mines build chemical plants. Chemical plants don't build mines. So you know the we bring a lot of leverage to the table, uh, and uh, that is the high quality, high tonnage uh, resource on our project. And it's from there that you can work and truly do meaningful work uh, that you can be a player and uh, build, uh, build out high quality chemicals uh, downstream. But again, you need the right, right partners uh, to do that. Uh, right now, that, that partnership is, uh, is around the technology. You know, our job right now uh, collectively is we need to deliver high quality, which you know, you'd reference as battery grade hydroxide. Uh, the pilot's gonna start soon and uh, you know, uh, First quarter of next year um, uh, is our goal to uh, to uh, to show to the market uh, what what our technology is made of and what we can do. I'd like to add, it's very simple, very uh, very Northern Ontarian, uh, um, uh, uh, very Northern Ontarian uh, approach, uh, and that's that Kiss method. You know, just keep it simple, stupid, and uh, a lot of expertise. You know, in the Sudbury camp here. Um, the nice thing with XPS is there are neighbors. Um, you know, I grew up with uh, Inco and Falconbridge. That's uh, uh, in our DNA here. Um, just given the fact that uh, a lot of your high quality uh, nickel uh, comes from this camp. Uh, so we've got the pyro expertise. We've got the hydro expertise, uh, uh, you know, dealt with uh, sulfide. So we are looking at the acid roots in our flow sheets. Uh, so for us as uh, Northerners, you know, as a result of nickel production here, it's generating lots of sulfuric acid. And from an ESG perspective, if we can go down that path, uh, uh, no better use for sulfuric acid than to uh, produce the chemicals uh, required for, uh, for batteries. So, uh, you know, we think uh, we got a great partner there and uh, 
it'll be uh, really interesting to see all this unfold as the market uh, continues to approach and we move forward. Okay, but you've got to have some some sort of sense of, as to where you're going, right? So to be able to work out what it is that you're going to produce, you need to know who your potential partners could be, who the off-takers could be, where you're selling into. So how do you decide between you know technical grade versus battery grade or whatever else is that uh, you've got the option of being able to produce? So again, uh, let's talk about the spodumene level and uh, producing uh, the the first uh, concentrate. You know, we've displayed through our uh, testing with uh, industrial users, excuse me, that uh, we have what's referred to as technical grade spodumene. That can be confusing um, because when you look at the chemical, technical grade is the more inferior and dirtier chemical. But when you look at the uh, spodumene, technical grade means it's the best. Uh, when I say that, uh, it's meaning that it has really low impurities and the spodumene is really clean. Um, so iron is a prime example. Uh, iron is a key culprit uh, in the uh, spodumene uh, matrix. And the beauty with us is uh, we have a deposit model that's very uh, unique in that uh, we have uh, this low iron spodumene on our project. So when it's good enough to fit the bill for going direct into a furnace to produce the best glass in the world, the rest is chemistry when you start thinking about using that high quality material to produce chemicals. So it provides us uh, 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 a good confidence uh, knowing the, the importance, not only on a cost, but even more importantly on a quality level, that we will uh, have the potential to feed a future chemical plant located in the Great Lakes region of North America. Um, that is the, the, uh, the potential uh, when you have high quality to also then be on the low end of the cost curve. So I can't stress enough that mines build chemical plants chemical plants don't build mines. So hence the focus uh, to address firstly, you know, can we produce something that fits the bill for glass makers? Check, yes, great. With the additional uh, tonnage uh, in a second resource, uh, now do we have the potential to look downstream so we could have that second quiver uh, for our business and the second revenue stream uh, for, uh, for the company? And that's what we're looking to, uh, to address uh, right now. And that's what's taking place um, as the main focus for the company. Uh, you know, the great, uh, many are now looking at the US. We know that Europe is, uh, is a little bit ahead. Uh, they're, 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 uh, there's a big game being uh, talked in Europe and a lot of investment. Uh, some of the challenge that we see in Europe is uh, lack of resource. So. Uh, we think, you know, it's important for Europe to uh, need the right partners, uh, whether it, you know, be out of uh, Australia, uh, the Asian market, um, a natural one on that list is North America. Um, so that's good. We're starting to feel that pull come out of Europe, which is really starting to motivate North Americans. So we're really pleased uh, about that. Um, you know, the uh, Americans in particular, we're starting to see the investment uh, in the U.S. They talk about three hubs in the U.S., that being, you know, Texas, uh, the Carolinas, 
and uh, and Detroit. Uh, we'd like to add, it's not really just about Detroit, it's about the Great Lakes region. And this is like the old Rockefeller days, you know, of, of moving uh, oil around the Great Lakes. Uh, what a what an intermodal hub and what an opportunity when you've got, uh, you know, the heartbeat of, uh, of North America hopping in that region from a, 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 a manufacturing uh, a standpoint. So uh, really advantageous location uh, for us. And I'd like to add to that, you know, Ontario has recently thrown their hat into the game and uh, We've seen within the last 30 days a uh, commitment of about $3 billion, and that's a combination of Ford, Daimler, Chrysler. And uh, to add to that, that's uh, the Ontario government and uh, the federal government as well. So uh, so that's a great catalyst. Uh, we think in the big picture, we're spot on with our timing. So our ambitions is uh, to build a company that can be a part of uh, – of that uh, value chain or supply chain and feeds uh, OEMs in the Great Lakes region. So, you know, we're targeting to uh, start building a fully integrated company in uh, 2024 uh, conservatively. So that's, uh, if that gives you a bit of a timeline that yes, we do plan on starting to uh, accelerate uh, our plans here. But again, it's based on delivering. It's based on delivering. So what's really important is us to maintain focus on this uh, next stage pilot uh, with some success on that, uh, um, it's going to start to speed up. Okay. So great timing in the Great Lakes because you've got your uh, friends just down in Detroit near you. So you're saying in the right part of the world, right? And you're going to speed things uh, up, accelerate things to do what in 2024 exactly? Well, if, uh, as long as the market uh, 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 provides, uh, as many of the analysts are predicting, you know, uh, uh, many think that there's going to be a shortfall in the industry on supply uh, 2020. It'll start the latter part of 2021 into 2022. Um, uh, a lot of the uh, OEMs are, uh, are uh, talking about rolling out their EVs roughly around 2025 in, the, in a great way. So, uh, our goal is to, uh, to make sure uh, we don't, obviously, uh, we don't need to be the first at the table. We like to be the second at the table. And uh, we know we're advantaged uh, with location. And, you know, there's a huge phenomenon going around the world as well. And that's, you know, the, that's the globalization of localization. And if you <clears throat> look at the transport routes of how uh, the raw material feedstock, whether it be brine from South America or hard rock from Australia, if you follow that flow of raw materials to the uh, through the added value to produce, you know, the precursors and the final batteries, it's really horrendous um, uh, footprint. So, uh, yeah, great opportunity. Uh, great opportunity. At the end of the day, got to be low cost. Got to have the right resource, right technology, right partners. Um, so that's our focus right now. We gotta, we'll be ready when the market's there for sure. Okay. Um, th thanks for that summary. So I just want to be clear on one thing though. So XPS, I, I get it. Which other partners have you got on board at the moment or are you talking to at the moment with regards to helping you move things forward technically? Yeah. Um, we're feeling a lot of support out of, uh, in particular, the Ontario government here. Uh, we've been in a lot of uh, conversations. Government uh, here is being very proactive. 
on uh, assisting um, projects uh, such as ourselves uh, that are members of the, the potential critical material supply chain. So I can tell you that uh, our jurisdiction is extremely proactive and, uh, um, you know, I can't uh, say much more than that, that uh, we're, we're feeling the love from, uh, from the Ontario government in particular here. So, um uh, What's that mean? What you, you know, mean? right they, now, are they giving uh, you money or are they being enthusiastic? Man, what, what's that mean? No, um, I, you know, I don't want to get ahead of ourselves here and I can't talk out of school, but um, uh, from a speed and uh, efficiency uh, uh, process, we, we, we're, we're getting a lot of support from the government with regards to permitting activities that are taking place on our project right now. Uh, we're seeing the investment of Ontario into Ford you know, uh, the really strategic, uh, it's not just about Ford, it's about building that value chain. You know, part of the problem that we've seen as Canadians is for many, many years, you mine it and ship it. So what a great opportunity uh, for governments to uh, try and get this right uh, in this transformation of, uh, of, of, of transport and uh, battery uh, energy storage. So uh, we're feeling the Ontario governments like you're feeling in Europe. Um, they want to build the value chain. And, uh, you know, we, we've started dialogue a couple of years ago, and our advice has always been, you know, work with what you got. And right now, uh, the Great Lakes region is uh, rich in uh, manufacturing. We're rich here in the north with uh, high-quality resources. Well, as you know, there's been a lot of investment downstream of uh, – of the supply or uh, at the mine level. Uh, that's slowly, we're starting to, we feel that the market's bottomed out a couple of months ago, but uh, there's still really a, a failure by market to support uh, the new supply. So that really is, uh, you know, government's responsibility in simple uh, philosophical, philosophical terms to step in where there's market failure and it's a public good. So uh, again, we don't want to talk at a school, but when we see the government support downstream of us uh, uh, and we see, you know, the, uh, the, the, the communication that we're having, uh, we're, we're essentially, uh, what I'm essentially telling you is there's a, 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 a great uh, invisible hand there uh, working to try and expedite and build this entire value chain. So we'll see how this plays out in the meantime. You know, uh, what really attracts partners is, uh, is creating leverage. And, uh, you know, um, it's important for us to deliver. We've delivered resource that uh, has created some partners that we have and we can speak of today. Uh, we have a, uh, one more step we'd like to deliver with a greater level of confidence on the chemical side that's happening in the coming months. And from there, uh, it'll provide further leverage for us to attract the the, the according uh, uh, partners uh, required for us to continue to move this forward. So, uh, what, what does that look? What does that look been, like, Trevor? What, that the deliver that one more stage on the chemicals front. What do you need to deliver, and who's that yeah. going to attract? You know, don't 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 uh, hear me wrong. You know, we're working on technology. We've got intellectual property. Uh, I can tell you, it's very simple. We have not disclosed any details around it. Uh, just uh, there's some sensitivity uh, around uh, the, the, the patents. Uh, uh, things have not been finalized on our side. So that's why we've been a little bit tight-lipped uh, around uh, 
uh, our work on, on chemicals. Don't get me wrong and don't let me mince words here. Uh, this is not a technology company. You know, this is a mining company in the making with technology upside. And, you know, we, uh, we, I talk to shareholders on a day-to-day -day basis and uh, I'll, 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 I really want to be clear that, you know, we, we're not academics. Uh, the nice thing with XPS as a partner is hearing the hum of the smelter in Falconbridge. Um, you know, we, uh, we believe we've got uh, very simple technology to produce high quality chemicals. So if, you know, um, uh, we have unforeseen uh, uh, problems, uh, uh, we're not going to spend five years trying to make something, uh, uh, the mousetrap work when, uh, uh, when we see it's not working. That's not the case and we don't feel that, but, uh, you know, the good news is we're seeing, you know, peers take spodumene inferior to what we know we can uh, have the potential to produce from our project and hit battery grade on a very common uh, flow sheet that's well known uh, around the world. So, um, you know, that's, uh, that's, if that's a vote of confidence uh, that we think uh, we're investing in, uh, in uh, something, a better mousetrap that's uh, simpler, with uh, less byproducts uh, to deal with and add a recycling component to the flow sheet. Uh, we think that's worthwhile pursuing. But again, that's uh, six months, I'll be able to look at you in the eye, Matthew, and, uh, and uh, tell you uh, that we've got the goods and uh, we carry on. Uh, my backup plan is uh, we can use uh, incumbent uh, uh, technology that's available to us. We know we have uh, the, the important high quality feedstock. And that's really the most important thing. Uh, you'll never make great chemicals if you don't have the right feedstock for the chemical plant. Right. No, okay. okay. I hear you. Um, I hope we do talk in six months time uh, and I hope you are successful. I really do. Um, but you're sort of, I would go long suffering shareholders want to know what's happening between now and six months time. What can they look forward to? Because being tight lit is one thing, but you, you can only say what you've got. But at the same time, you've got to give them yes. some sort of excitement, a sense of what's going forward. Is this, is this what Steve's been brought in for? Is he going to try and drum up a bit of interest with brokers and, and so forth or institutions in the market about your story? I mean, how, how do we get things moving? Because I make money when my shares go up in value, right? So yeah. you're, you're, you're kind of, you know what I mean? You're, you're focused on the, yeah, I run businesses too, and I, I describe it this way: you know, the admin of running business. You've got to get the technicals right. You've got to, you know, manage the. You've got to get all of those things right. It's 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 difficult. It's mining, um, but shareholder, yeah. I want share price to go. What am I looking forward to? Yeah, no. So you know, it's uh, it's uh, and then the we feel that uh, there's going to be great news flow uh, in the short term. You're correct. Steve's come in to uh, to add to. Uh, that aspect of the business, um, we uh, we plan we're planning a drill program up at the project uh, uh, at the asset uh, this uh, about three two to three months from now. Uh, again, those uh, two resources are open in all directions. The uh, the upside potential is just uh, astronomical on our project. Uh, we have a 65 kilometer long. Uh, corridor, which is referenced as the Electric Avenue in Northern Ontario. Uh, there's uh, a high quality showing about 30 kilometers up the fault from the two known uh, deposits 
we haven't even looked at the project yet. We've been focused on the two uh, uh, initial uh, uh, deposits. So uh, from, a, from the exploration standpoint, uh, you know, level, uh, increasing the level of confidence in the resources, uh, adding to the tonnage, uh, these things are back on the table here uh, in fairly short order. So uh, we think our timing is right uh, uh, for that. So there's going to be a lot of excitement for uh, shareholders from the resource uh, standpoint, in addition to uh, a PA that we're working on uh, for, you know, full integration uh, that we expect to have out uh, in the coming months as well. Um, the operation of the, uh, of the pilot on uh, taking really clean concentrates um, and that's taking place right now, uh, flotation of material and building of the pilot plant. Uh, so the results of that pilot as well on that third leg of the stool, which is the chemical uh, aspect uh, of the business. So um, have you got enough so, money to uh, do that? Again, uh, a lot, there's, there's a lot of excitement happening and investment happening in the company right now. Perfect. Have you got enough money to do all of that? Yeah, we uh, we do. Uh, we uh, our cash position is uh, is uh, we've got uh, a couple million dollars in the till. Uh, we uh, to date we've really just we've raised money as we've uh, as we've needed it. Uh, so we're funded to see through what I just mentioned to you right now. So uh, you know, of course, our hope is to see some higher levels uh, um, in. Uh, uh, in uh, based on uh, the test work that's that's funded, uh, uh, we have adequate funding for. So uh, there's a lot of excitement, you know, in the company. Uh, we're uh, we're really happy to see Tesla, uh, Tesla's battery day, and uh, a lot of mixed uh, messages. I'd like to add from that, but uh, you know, even bad news is good news, and uh, um, it's uh, it was really just good to see uh, you know Keith at Piedmont's. Uh, um, uh, MOU signed with Tesla and it's been, uh, been really exciting for them. Um, so, so Keith, Keith you know, being uh, Piedmont. Yeah, at yeah. Piedmont, sorry. Uh, so, uh, you know, Tesla is not the only story and there's other stories that are, are, are really starting to form here. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, when you, uh, you, Stay tuned. You know, I think uh, it's going to be a lot of excitement. Uh, the, the big guys are making moves now and uh, no one likes to be left behind. So it's really nice to see uh, the incumbents and, uh, you know, the Fords of the world uh, start to put uh, put some money on the table. So um, uh, we're, uh, we're pretty, pretty excited. And, uh, you know, when we look at quality of resource, uh, uh, we think that uh, we're, we're right up there. Um, so, uh, we'd expect, uh, that our values, uh, um, uh, our stock values, uh, going to be dramatically, uh, uh, different than where it is now. So when we look on a per lithia unit basis in situ, we're, we're really undervalued. Uh, you know, we, uh, we have a larger resource than, uh, uh, one of the largest in North America, uh, larger than any that are in the U S United States right now. So, uh, uh, we're getting these in order and uh, we're getting the story straight. And uh, again, yeah, we think the next 12 months are going to be lots of fun for, uh, for ourselves and shareholders. So Piedmont too, is it? 
Couldn't possibly say. Couldn't possibly say. Trevor, thank you yeah. so much for running through that story. Uh, love it. It's a, it's, a, it's a nice story. It's a nice tidy story. Um, I look forward to you delivering all of those things that you talked about. Uh, it sounds like we should catch up in the new year because you'll have delivered quite a few of them, especially the PA. Look forward to that. Thank you for your time. Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah no, thank you. And uh, look forward to the next chat and um, have a nice fall. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed the interview, why not subscribe to Cruxcast or our website, cruxinvestor.com, and of course, our YouTube channel, Crux Investor. Plus, you can catch us most days on Twitter and LinkedIn. We really love getting your feedback, so please keep it coming, and we'll speak to you again soon.